Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stating the Obvious. Today, we have a very special guest with us, the host of the Twisted Tea podcast, Bonnie Nye. Bonnie, you want to tell our listeners a bit about yourself? Yeah, hello guys. So this is actually the first podcast that I'm guesting on, so I'm super excited, very honored. Um, I am a student at Boston University. I am 21. I'm just like your normal college student, really. I have a couple of side hustles. I just am loving life right now. Uh, I'm graduating a semester early. So next semester I'm graduating and I'm just super excited to finally get into the real world. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're glad to have you on here. Uh, let's get back to our regularly scheduled intro. Renee, do you have an obvious fact for us today or did you forget once more? Yes, yes. Uh, I came prepared this time. Um, I'm back at that website I told you once about that I lost. Okay. Okay, okay. My obvious fact is that practice is a bad name for a business specializing in healthcare or legal assistance. I like that. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. That's comedy right there. No, you know, you never think about it like that. But now it's kind of (laughs) worrying. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right, Jacob, you you got an obvious fact for us today? Yeah, I think me and PJ are using the exact same site once again because great minds think <laughs> oh alike. Oh my lord. <laughs> uh, did, but, did I take yours off or did you have one of the other? Oh, you definitely took mine. You definitely took mine. You guys are the same fact. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same fact. Not the same fact. Same site. This um, fact is actually pretty solid too, though. Nothing is ever on fire. Fire is actually on things. Okay, see, I saw this fact, and I was like, this is a bit stupid. I'm not going to no, say not. this one. Wait, this is so obvious. Fire is <laughs> on top sense. of things. Nothing is on fire. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. You're just I dumb. Don't say, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, that's a camaraderie you'd like to see. <laughs> You're just dumb. Okay. All right. Redeem us, Abani. You have an obvious fact for us? I'm, I'm trying to think of one. Um... Let me let me think really quick. It doesn't have to be like about the world. It can just be about yourself. It's it's NVD either way. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a an like not an I have an obvious fact about myself, but not so obvious. Um I'm actually from Texas and a lot of people are very surprised about that. So, I guess that's my obvious fact. Wait, what? I'm oh. curious. Why are people usually surprised? They're like I thought you'd be from California or New York, but Texas. And I'm like, I don't, am I supposed to have an accent? They're just like, you don't give off Texas vibes. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. What is Texas vibes, first of all? <laughs> I feel like I was actually surprised by the amount of people after like come. So like I go to college in Carnegie Mellon, which is like in Pittsburgh. And so obviously everyone here is not Texan. But like I, I was very surprised by the amount of people who thought that Texans would have like all accents and stuff. And it would, you would. You'd just be like running around talking about like the Second Amendment, and yeah, <laughs> I know people are just like surprising. you're from Texas. Yeah, they're like, what, what, what happens in Texas? Like, do you guys ride horses? I'm like, are you are stupid? Right? Are you are you joking? One of the two. <laughs> I think it's just because like there's so many people that are like just all over the the state that are like that, but like the cities are just like a whole different place. And I think we're all like from the city or the suburb, right? So, yeah. it's just different. 
I mean, they're just normal. They're like any other city. I don't understand. Like, the only difference is like excessive use of the word y'all. But even oh, that, it's not like an exclusive Texas hats. thing. Actually, do have any? How many people have you seen wearing cowboy hats in like Austin or something? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I mean, Austin is definitely different. I feel I've I've only visited Austin once, but and it's a beautiful city. But I think Austin, like, what's what's the saying? Keep Austin weird. Something. Keep yeah, Austin quirky. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Um, and I think that holds true to that city. <laughs> I think PJ has said this multiple times, though. But he says one of the best things about Texas is that Southern hospitality is oh, a yeah, is yeah. a true concept. I, I I've told the story a couple of times. I have this like the first time I went to visit CMU. Um, uh, I, it was like, like at the actual place, it was very, like when we were coming back, it was very gloomy and I was just not in the best of moods. And then as soon as I landed, for some reason we had a connecting flight in Houston, even though we had to go to Dallas right after, but, uh, I came back and we were in Houston and then I saw someone just playing the guitar and like a couple of people singing just in the middle of the airport. And I was like, man, this, this feels so good. I'm just like back at home. Where people just play guitars and sing. But. No, it's definitely awesome. And also, we, oh, I, I, I don't know. If, I mean, this is definitely not just a Texas thing. It's definitely like a Southern thing. Um, we're taught to say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. And oh, yeah, up in, up here in the Northeast, that's like, no. Like, do not say yes, ma'am, yes, sir to anyone who's like not, not under 70. Because they'll take it as, like, you think I'm old. So that's another thing. I never even thought of that, but I think that is true. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> I'm going to forget. I'm going to insult some people next time I travel. Good Lord. Okay, anyways, uh, Bonnie, you've been podcasting for a while. So uh, can you tell us a bit about, you know, your journey, how you got started, how you ended up where you are now? Yeah, so I started, I think, October of 2019. So just a couple months before you guys did. And I was sitting on the T, which is the public train here in Boston. And I was with, was I with my friend? No, I was just overhearing conversation. Well, I, okay, this is something that's so bad. Don't like eavesdrop, but I just like eavesdropping because like there's nothing else to do on the train. <laughs> and people, people in Boston say some weird shit. I'm a lot of curse, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if this is PG or not, but. Yeah, they say some weird stuff. And so I was like, wow, that's really funny. And at the time, as a freshman, like we always had twisted tees at frat parties, whatnot. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, hold on. This is funny. Like I'm on the team. Some of this stuff is pretty twisted. So twisted tee. And so I texted my one of my closest friends at the time. And I was like, I was telling her about someone's conversation that I overheard. And I was like, you know, like we have pretty good conversation too. And I think it'd be pretty funny if we just start a podcast. It'd be really interesting. And she was like, sure. What do you want to call it? I was like, how about Twisted Tea? And that's how Twisted Tea was born. So here at Boston University, we do have recording studios, beautiful state of the art equipment, like soundproof rooms. It was pretty freaking legit. So we, um, Signed up our podcast with the school's like radio station, whatnot, and we started doing Twisted Tea. So we'd release an episode every week, every two weeks, and then we did three seasons of that um, together. 
uh, actually, we record up until like March 2020. COVID hit. We got sent home. Then we figured out how to record on our own, which we, we didn't even understand that was a concept. So we figured that out, kept doing it because I honestly love it. I think editing, I don't know who edits this one, this podcast, but I think it's super therapeutic and it doesn't seem like work to me. So I was like, you know what, let's just continue doing it. People seem to like it. And then things happened between my co-host and I this past year. And so she got busy, I guess. And she was like, all right, I can't do Twisted Tea anymore. And I was like, you know what, I'll take this on my own. And the last three episodes of being a solo host have, have been very successful. So I think I'm just going to continue Twisted Tea until maybe summer and then drop Twisted Tea as a name and start my own podcast after that. Oh, that's I will that's, say though oh, yeah, uh, yeah. when I first okay so at first I didn't get the reference like twi- obviously I'm I did not know that the tea was called twisted tea or like the tea right. the, like that was a that was a thing that was common in Boston uh but then Jacob told me like that's like that's what it was referencing and I was like this is actually a very clever name oh yeah. my gosh thank you I thought it was <laughs> stupid at first I was I'm so bad at coming up with names for like anything um but I was like okay I'm on the T Bo- people in Boston like that's my majority of my audience because a lot of people go to or a lot of people who go to BU do listen to my podcast so I was like all right they'll understand that but if like let's say you guys are listening to it you guys don't know what the T is you guys will know what twisted T is so yeah that's the name uh- I mean, okay, so yeah, I think I do all the editing for this podcast too, but uh, yeah, it, it's super, super nice, but let me just say, she she has this huge, important, long story, oh yeah, I put so much thought into this name, I, you know, I listen to people's conversation, you know, it's the talk of the town, this kind of thing. Our episode, our podcast, oh, yeah, name, I remember. We, <laughs> we had a pilot episode, right, and we are like, yo, what do we call this, this podcast, you know, we have no idea. And so we're like, oh, we'll just come up with a name later. We can just record one episode, see how it goes. And then the very first episode, Jit is screaming at Pranay. And he's like, look at Pranay over here. State in the obvious. And we're like, yep, that's the name. That's it right there. <laughs> we put zero thought, zero effort into it. Just instantly came to it. That I mean. Uh, I quite like yeah. her name, though, I will say. Oh, like, I love your name. State in the obvious. I think that's such a, like, not like... like Okay, not like professional podcast, but for example, like call her daddy. Like I think stating the obvious, I could see that name on the charts. What could I see Twisted T on the charts? No, that's why I'm co- probably gonna drop this name if I continue podcasting and do my own. Do you have any ideas of any names in mind? I don't know. I was like brushing my teeth this morning and I was trying to rack up like names in my head. I like I, I this is just shit I think about like in the shower, like walking to school or whatnot. I, I still have not been able to figure out a name, and that's why I'm holding on to Twisted Tea for dear life until I can come up with a name. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I mean, well, for, for us, we, we didn't even really come up with a name until, like, you just do one episode, and then something always happens, and it just sticks. And I think that was, yeah. like, that was a jit, that was an ingenious pearl of wisdom from Jit over there. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I was particularly proud of that one. I remember texting the group chat that night, I was like, guys stating the obvious this this is the way oh i love it i i'm a fan i'm a fan and we made it yep okay so i know for our episodes we have like a whole process of you know like you know what's happening in the news recently like stuff like that to try and help us figure out maybe what to talk about but what is your process like in terms of you know like what you want to tackle in an episode and what you want to talk about yeah so i'm just gonna talk about my experience as a solo host um 
for this season. So I think before I decided, well, when I was figuring out if I wanted to continue this podcast and I was like, all right, I don't really want a theme, but I kind of want a theme. So this is my theme for season four of Twisted Tea. I am a 21 year old trying to figure out life, figuring out college relationships, whatever. And a lot of people in my life, like in my social circles, people I follow on Instagram, they're also in their 20s trying to do the exact same thing. So my thing is just kind of talking about talking about that, talking about life and relationships and everything as a 20 year old and then having people that are also in their 20s come on and talk about their stories, uh, whether that's like they're starting their own business, like obviously not just like the run of the mill Joe on the street, but someone who has like a deep passion for, for example, like sustainability fashion, um, someone who is very into like meditation, manifestation, stuff like that. Someone who kind of has a niche or something that they're very passionate about talking about. Um, and I'm having these people come on. And so I honestly, nowadays, Instagram is a huge, huge source of inspiration for me. And having this podcast alone, I think I'm a lot more aware when I'm having conversations. I'm not going into like a conversation thinking, okay, I want this person on my podcast, but I'm having like if I'm having a deeper or more interesting conversation with this person, I'm like, okay, this is great content for my podcast. I want you on. And I think like doing this is pretty smart because people that I interact with every single day are in their 20s. So it's very easy for me to pull in people who do want to come on, come talk onto my podcast. So I think it's just like talking about my life is pretty easy. I don't really have to like go look for anything. I just kind of talk. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, the, Thanks. yeah, no, that's really great. Yeah, I feel like the way we view our podcast is, um, like, like we uh, we will have, like, we also like like going through the day. I feel like over time we've gotten a bit more cognizant about, hey, oh, there's this interesting story. I could, I should probably save it for the podcast, or I should, like, uh, something just happened in my life that I can we can talk about on the podcast. But I, like, I feel like the way we view it is, um. Like maybe ten, like twenty years down the line, we have something to, to listen back to as as well. Like as well as any any listener. Like we, we also have like a bunch of memories that we've just talked about. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I I love that, and I didn't even talk about that earlier. But like with with my former co-host and I, like for example, last week I listened to episode one of season one when we just started, and just like hearing the story from back then now I'm like I've grown so much as a person so I can't like let's say I stop podcasting at the end of 2021 but when I'm 50 like this is still gonna be like my podcast will probably still be on Spotify or like saved on my computer somewhere I can probably like show my grandkids or like show my kids like I had a podcast when I was younger and this is the shit I went through um and I think that's a very I don't know it's a very like nostalgic like sentimental sentimental piece that you can hold on to yeah yeah, I I definitely get like the nostalgic nostalgic wise pretty much yeah i think i think one of pernay's friends and someone who actively like one of the few people who actively listen to this podcast i think he <laughs> described it better than anybody else he he said that our podcast is a lunchtime conversation with four friends and i thought that oh, was I love the that. perfect encapsulation of this podcast like, tr- okay it, think so about good. it podcasting really is a conversation that is getting recorded 
like you can have whatever conversation that you're having this like for example me right now talking to you guys I could be having this conversation with you guys at lunch why is this a podcast it's because we have it on recording so essentially I think anyone could have a podcast everyone's always like oh my gosh I'm so scared I'm like if you have good conversation with your friends with anyone with strangers that you meet on the street essentially that's podcast material yeah yeah for sure i mean a a lot of it like i feel like when it comes to podcasting yeah you said a lot of people are afraid like i know people who are like i want to start a podcast or they're like worried about it i think they should i think like the first step is just like doing it i think that was like the hardest step for us is we were always just like we should we should do a podcast (laughs) and then we were just kind of (laughs) chilling until we finally did so yeah and you guys love it i assume yeah yeah yeah. i think it's become a i think a bigger part of lives than we thought it would have become originally well, it also keeps you guys in the loop with each. You guys don't go to the same school, right? No, we actually all go to different schools. So. Oh, okay. So exactly, it keeps you guys connected with each other, and that's also why I wanted to do this with my former co-host. Um, we don't go to. We both go to BU, but she goes to like the communication school, and I'm in the business school. And sometimes it's so hard to even like meet up for lunch or brunch or whatever because our schedules are so hectic. We both do so much, and I looked forward to recording this podcast every single week because that gave us an opportunity to just like reconnect. Like we didn't have to go to dinner to talk. We could literally like it was kind of like our job to meet each other, sit down, and like talk about the past week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. The four of us were some, like, really, really tight-knit in high school. We all did debate together. We spent literally hours and hours on end <laughs> during high school together. too much together. time together. Like, way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> too much yeah. time. Yeah. And then, especially with COVID, where we weren't able to, like, see each other on the breaks and stuff like that, like, this has been our connection with each other for the most part. Like, it's been really... Yeah. That was yeah, amazing. It's, it's very multi-purpose the podcast helps us keep in touch helps us like you know archive the memories and stuff but uh i just want to mention you know if our listeners have not noticed yet uh noah is not here uh for for whatever reason he he was not able to make it to this episode but he will continue to be in future episodes after this just want to throw that out there just so our listeners know but uh back to you Bonnie, I know that, you know, I, I've listened to your podcast a little bit and you talk about traveling to places like Hawaii and, and New York. Uh, so among like, you know, all the places that you've traveled and visited, what have you found is like your favorite place to go or just the most like beautiful place you've seen? Oh, my gosh. I like love and hate this question because first of all, I can talk about this question <laughs> on hours on end. But and I hate it because I really don't have a favorite place. I have like multiple favorite places. Uh, The most recent one is Hawaii. I visited. I actually my first time there was January 2020 before COVID hit. I had one in a giveaway trip with Abercrombie and it was for their 96 hours campaign, which meant they would send me to wherever I wanted in the world for four days. And it was all expenses paid flights, hotels, whatnot. I had like they gave us they gave me like a gift card and some money to like spend while I was there. So it was completely paid. And so I picked I wanted to go to Bali or Dubai, but the flight from Boston was way too far. It would my trip would have been only two days because I would have spent two days on the plane. So I was like, you know what? Never been to Hawaii. I'll go to Hawaii. Flew my cousin out from Australia. And we went and it was raining the entire time we were there. So I didn't really get a Hawaii experience, but I loved the place. And then um, I went back to Hawaii a month ago and 
because a, the guy that I'm seeing, he lives out there now. And it was absolutely gorgeous, like so beautiful. I'm going back next month and I, I'm trembling in excitement over here. So Hawaii is very top of my list. And then I have two more places. It's Sydney, Australia and um, Thailand. So growing up, my grandfather, he had his business in Thailand. And so my dad would always do business trips there. And I lived in Asia for a, I lived in China for a while. So Thailand was only like a four hour flight away. So honestly, we flew to Thailand like twice a month, which I thought was normal at the time. But now that I think back on it, it's very not normal to be flying to Thailand every yeah. two weeks. Uh, so, yeah, Thailand is absolutely beautiful. The people there are just amazing. The food is phenomenal so if you haven't been to thailand hit me up i will take you um and then australia is just great vibes it's honestly kind of like hawaii but just the people are a little different they have accents um the beaches are gorgeous i'm a very like exotic tropical place kind of person you know you know what's very unfortunate is i don't know so i've never been like to a place like i mean i've obviously been like on vacation in the u.s but i've never been somewhere like internationally for a vacation other than India, I guess, which, um, I mean, it's a vacation where like I, I go there regularly. Right. Um, <laughs> but I've never been internationally Just run the bill every India. other week. <laughs> yeah. It's the standard for like, uh, people. you're always just going to India for like the summer. Right? Yeah. I mean, but I, I just find it so sad just cause like, I've not been to any, like, I haven't been to Europe. I haven't been to, I don't know, Asia or any, because I really want to go. And I also like, one of my plans is like, I might want to do grad school in Europe at the very least or France. Um, Ooh, that'd be fun. France. I've never been. Yeah. And I mean, I took French in high school and my French wasn't like that good, but my, I always, I always keep this in the back of my mind. My French teacher always said I had a very good Parisian accent. So (laughs) maybe I could survive in in Paris. I love that. uh, Damn, I didn't know you wanted to do this, Brene. Yeah, you never told this, me about these plans. Well, it's a new plan. Yeah, it's a You're relatively leave me new plan. By actually. myself in the U.S. What is yeah. this? I mean, I'll come to you. Okay, yeah, come to, to France. You. Yes. <laughs> uh, but in terms of traveling, I know. I well, I lived in Kuwait. So when I lived in Kuwait, we just traveled to like all of like the European and Asian countries. We just did that. But one thing I will note that is even more difficult than what Pranay was talking about is that since I'm vegetarian, there's like nothing ever to eat, <laughs> even in like the U.S. at times. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like when we go and like debate like trips for like tournaments and stuff, we'll go to like some restaurant and Pranay will just like make fun of me. I mean, especially in Texas too. We're so big on like meats and barbecue and stuff like that. I'm sure when you go to restaurants, it's like, hi, can I have a bowl of lettuce? And they're like, we don't serve lettuce here. Yeah. That's the one that embodies my entire experience. Yeah. That is just my life. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. One of my travel essentials is just food I can eat. But uh, Bonnie, what are what are some of your travel essentials that, that you keep on hand with you wherever you go? Travel essentials. Nowadays, definitely my camera. I, I invested in a camera before my Hawaii trip. And that thing is is a great investment. It's just getting to document memories in a more high quality fashion, I think. Um, I love that thing. It also like serves as a vlog too. I did vlog a little bit of my Hawaii trip, but it's just like, you guys know how 
crazy editing is. And I just haven't had the mental capacity to sit down and like go through everything and edit it. So that. Um, what else? Honestly, when I go traveling, it's just a lot of clothes that I bring because A, content. I need content for my Instagram. It sounds so <laughs> stupid, but I can't be wearing the same thing in every single photo I post. And then honestly, it's just, I'm trying to think. I feel like what I put in my bag is pretty obvious, but maybe to other people it's not. So obviously passport. Um, oh, I always bring a book for like the plane or like just in case I things get delayed, whatnot. And then I always have a lot of protein bars on me. So if you ever travel with me and we're like stuck somewhere, you will be fed. I promise you that. So yeah, I guess like protein bars in my passport. What kind of books? What kind of books? Right now I'm very into like, not self-help books, like self-improvement books. So I'm reading um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think that's what the book is called. Oh, also, I'm so bad with titles. Like, I will be reading a book for maybe four days, and I can't tell you the title of it. So that one's more about, like, finance, personal finances. Um, but it's not, like, yeah. the school. I don't know if you guys have read it, but it's not in a very lecture way. It's very interesting. Um, I'm also – I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle uh, a couple of weeks ago. So it's just, like, books like that that uh, – oh, there's one book that I'm reading right now. It's called um, If I Had Your Face by Francis Cha. And I was gifted this book and it's it talks about like uh, the Korean like stigma or like, you know how Koreans it's a trend to kind of get like beauty surgeries, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it talks about this woman who has this like under uh, exclusive underground bar where she like entertains um, businessmen while they drink. And then she makes this like impulse and I'm not going to ruin it for any of our listeners, but it's just about that. And I'm like very interested in like beauty and personal finances and like making myself a better person. So I gravitate to any book that, that can do that for me. Interesting. That's really good. I've tried reading like those kinds of books, but I just never make it <laughs> like, to the end. Senior senior year of high school, I read so much, and especially those kinds of books too. Um, and then, ah, oh, man, I, I I like I had a New Year's resolution too to read at least. I wasn't even that hard of a resolution. I just wanted to read one book a month, and it, I, I I can't do it. I don't. I mean, it's not because I can't just read. It's just like I don't know if I'm just making excuses, but yeah, I just cannot find time time man it's hard i I, time management is like the one thing that i am i just need to like if i work on that honestly i'll probably be so much better i feel like that is true for every single one of us (laughs) i feel like all four of us can do better time management well i don't know about i mean i think there's always room to improve on time management I think with time management, here's the thing, and I'm guilty of just like laying around, just being on my phone for hours. But this is how I think about it. I don't know. Like I'm I'm always on my phone or I used to be even more on my phone than I am now. But when you spend an hour on your phone, just scrolling through Instagram, that hour flies by. Right. It's like it's 10 p.m. You're in bed. All of a sudden it's 3 a.m. because you've been on TikTok, Instagram, texting people, watching YouTube videos, whatnot. Right. So sometimes like if I don't want to go to the gym or if I don't want to like sit down, edit a podcast or I don't want to do schoolwork, I just sit there and I'm like, if you can sit on your phone for three hours, no problem. And it flies by. Think about all the shit you can do in three hours. Go to the gym for an hour, edit your podcast for an hour and sit down and rewatch a lecture for an hour. And that's the exact same time you would have been doing laying in bed, going on your phone. So it's definitely kind of like 
devil's advocate here because sometimes I'm just like, I just don't want to do anything and sit and be on my phone. But then I tell myself that I'm like, all right, get up. Don't be a pussy and just go do your work. So I think that's, <laughs> that's how I go about it. No, that's definitely good. I mean, I think maybe it's okay to like occasionally allocate time towards like, you know, being on Instagram, scrolling through Reddit, whatever it is, you know, just so you do if it's something like you actually enjoy doing, you know, you can have time for it, but don't make it all your time. Right? Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm guilty of the same thing, but just with Reddit, I am just like, I should do my no, homework. And then I'm scrolling just a what, huge for a hours. what is the thing with Reddit with guys? I feel like no girls I know, some girls don't even know what Reddit is, but it's just like, it's the, it's the guy thing. Reddit. So it's I don't understand. Like, I also, I, so I also, in our group, like, I, I also do not go on Reddit. Like, I will, if they send us, like, if send me a link to a meme, maybe I'll just, like, go Reddit. But, like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I probably, I, first of all, I've made three accounts, and I just forgot the password for each each and every one of them. So I think that's probably the most limiting factor. But I just have never found the habit of also of going on Reddit as well. Yeah, so what is the thing with Reddit? It's... I, I, don't I, just, know. I don't know. It's just it's a place likeable. where like-minded <laughs> people group up. Like each subreddit has its own unique culture, I guess, and you can find people who are interested in the same thing as you. Like Instagram and stuff is just like ah. a bunch of pictures. Like it's very hard. Like sure, you can look up like hashtags and different like I don't know groups and whatever like that, but it's just like not as popular as subreddits, right? Whereas subreddits like everything in that subreddit has to do with one certain topic, so you can find a place where you can talk about things with people who are like-minded uh, uh as you and it's like all different topics from like academic like there's a bunch of homework help like i found so much of my like homework help of of people just asking the same kind of questions on reddit and then there's stuff like that has to do with movies or games or or, or whatever there's literally cryptocurrency like literally the entire stock market can be changed by just a few people on reddit saying yeah this is a pretty cool thing you know so i don't know isn't that it's, how gamestop <laughs> did it yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that was good though. I enjoyed that. I made some money off that. I'm happy. <laughs> I made my gains, but no, I, it's just really great. Like I, I have a lot of different hobbies, and so I just joined the subreddits for each one, and so I can like keep up to date with like you know the newest stuff that's happening. And, and it's like it feels more personal because there are subreddits like confessions and like today I fucked up, where people just like tell their stories. Oh. And so, okay. It's like you you hear people, but it's also like it's, it's very personal, but there's that anonymity, right? So it's like this this really weird balance that you really actually end up enjoying, at least for me. I kind of like that. I might hop on a Reddit after this recording and and read a little bit on, I don't know, things. I feel like, do you guys know what Clubhouse is? No. I don't know. I feel like I've heard of it, but okay. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not like super into it either, but Clubhouse is like an app that was released earlier this year, like late last year. And a lot of like influencers um, started going on it. And it's kind of like a podcasting channel. But now that I, I heard what Reddit is, it's also kind of like that. So for example, like us four, we're very into, or like I'm very into, let's say like oat milk, right? And I can start my own little, I think it's like a little room in there. I've never used it, but this, it, but you can start talking and you can invite other people to come talk on it with you. And then people who are interested in that conversation, like you can send a link out and they can also hop on and like listen and put in their, like give their advice or like give their thoughts on oat milk. 
Interesting. But is this like a live conversation? Yeah, so or... it's a live I know okay. Reddit isn't a live conversation. Um yeah. but I I was just like, okay, that sounds a little bit like Clubhouse. I might start using Reddit for some things now in my life, now that I think about it. Yeah, I've Reddit's like very multi-purpose. They're like get disciplined subreddits. Oh, it's just like there's there's a lot. Wait a minute, what is, like, like, what is get that's deep. Okay, <laughs> that sounds bad, but it's like to like fix your like time management and stuff. Uh, yeah. And like I'm, I'm like part of it, but like also not part of it because I haven't. It's fine. There's also like, I, it's just very personal. There's you'll find like like stories on like relationship advice where people are like going through like their own like issues or whatever and like people like offer advice and stuff i don't know if it's the best i don't i don't really read too much but i know these subreddits exist and stuff no so. i think that's so know, smart it's, it's all just interesting. i think that's so smart because sometimes for like this example of relationships if you go to your friends or your family they'll they'll either give they'll nine out of ten times they'll give you their biased advice right um but if you want like unbiased opinion if you go on reddit like these people don't know you you don't know them they'll tell you what maybe you need to hear instead of what you want to hear exactly it's it's when it's like anonymous where you get like you know people's just sort of objective right views exactly on it Ob obviously when you're like you know presenting the situation you should probably <laughs> try to present it as like fair as possible instead of you know just like keeping it super super one-sided but it's it's definitely nicer to get just like a complete stranger's perspective on your situation with no like actual repercussions right yeah. Uh, but speaking of like relationships and girls, uh, I was wondering if you had any tips on how to be more confident approaching girls and stuff. I know Pranay has like a story where it was actually the flip side of that. But oh gosh, I want to hear the like... story now. Okay, should I go with this first? Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah a bit unfortunate, I will say. So um, this happened <laughs> early this semester. So this is still COVID time. Uh, it just like, so I'm, I am, uh, it, it's not too long of a story to be honest, but I'm, I'm, I was working on campus. Um, so I'm coming back to our house, uh, which is like a 15, 20 minute walk. Uh, but it is late at night. So it is like, like 12 or something like that. And, um, and so I'm just walking back and mind my own business and I'm like, I'm not, I'm just like, I'm very tired. So I, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm just listening to some music. And then on the street, like in the distance, I see, I'm not on the distance, but some, some distance away, I see a group of three people like approaching me. And oh, at God. first, at first I'm, 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 I'm fairly wary because like, obviously it is nighttime and, um, there have been many instances in Pittsburgh where people have been like robbed at gunpoint too. But once the, the closer I get, I realize that these people are not threatening. They're just like three, I think you pit, uh, I think three, I think there are three girls that went to UPIT, uh, which is University of Pittsburgh, which is like right next to uh, Carnegie Mellon is very close to where I live. A lot of people like around the area I live also go there as well. And so um, I just like, I'm just, they, they walk up to me and then they start talking to me. And at first I just can't hear them because my headphones are on and it's like very noise canceling too. And so I'm very confused as to why three people are approaching me and talking to me like in the middle of the night at, at 12. And uh, I take off my headphones and I ask her, like, what, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm very tired right now. <laughs> and, and one of the girls, she asks, she's like, hey, can I have your number? And at this point, I'm, I'm very confused. I, and like, put in disarray because I'm still very tired. And at first, I'm just like, I'm oh, probably not just because 
I don't know what the fuck is going on. But then later I realized, I was like, ah, she, like they, she did look pretty cute. Like, I probably, I should have said yes. And like, worst case, she was probably just messing with me in which, in which scenario is like nothing too bad. Uh, but that's basically the story. Okay, I'm confused because okay, it was dark. Did you know these three girls or no? I, no like I didn't they know just them at came all. up to you and asked for your number. Yeah, I, I did not know them at all, and it was. Did they? Was it light enough for them to see what you looked like from that that yeah, distance? Yeah. I think they could. I think they could have seen me. I also, that that much too. I don't like. They could have only. Like I was wearing a mask too, right? So they couldn't have seen that much. But like it, it was, it was bright enough to see that I was a. Like, there were streetlights and stuff, so. Gotcha. Okay, well, I don't think you did anything wrong in that case. Like, that's not, like, your confidence issue. That would be, like, for example, I think it's different saying, like, if three guys came up to me, like, literally in the middle of the dark, I'd run the other direction. No yeah, questions yeah. asked. Um, But it's definitely, like, I think if I were you in that situation, I'd do the exact same thing. I'd be wary about giving out my number in the middle of the street at midnight to three girls or to a girl that I've never met in my life before. Well, I, I see uh, that's somewhat reassuring, but um, it was just a very, it was a very, very weird scenario. Um, afterwards, I was, I was just very confused, like what exactly was happening. I didn't, like they didn't, they didn't look drunk either. I think they were just like messing around with just random people on the street. I, mean, I, I also don't know why, like, I don't think that would have been safe, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, college girls were freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just agrees. Okay, but I guess back to like the original question at hand is like, how do you approach girls, and then like, what would they like, like or not like? Like, what is like the strat here? <laughs> it's strat? funny because I feel like women, we are. We always say men, you guys are just a whole different species of human. We do not understand you guys and you guys don't understand us. So it's completely fine. But there are different types of women slash girls, whatever you want to call it. I can only speak from my experience and what I like. Uh, and like, I guess what my friends like who do differ from me. So how to be confident. Honestly, this sounds so cheesy, but just be yourself. But don't be yourself to the point where it's weird the first time you meet someone or the first time you're, like, talking with them. You can show the weird after date three, after date four, and when you guys get more comfortable with each other. But just don't be, like, outright, like, weird. I, I don't even know how to describe what weird is. Like, understand social cues. Understand, like, if a girl is, like, attracted to what you're saying or, like, how their body or their body positioning is when you guys are on this date whatnot um I don't know I I like guys who are more straightforward for example pre-covid days at a bar <laughs> illegally um because I wasn't of age yet but like if someone like let's say you find a girl is attractive at the bar you can go up and just be like just start a conversation be like cute dress or I don't know like what like whatever she's drinking be like oh what's that drink that looks that looks good and then that's a conversation starter if she turns away she's like fuck you don't talk to me you're scary walk the other way don't <laughs> don't pursue it. that um but if she like reacts to it just go with the flow like pretend that you're talking well don't pretend that you're talking with your a guy friend just like 
have a conversation. You know, I think sometimes people are so intimidated about going up to a guy or going up to a girl. I'm like, they're just another human being. They're probably not going to bite you. Just go up there, shoot your shot. And if you if you make it, you make it. If you miss, you walk the other way and go to someone some, somebody else. Like, it's not the end of the world. So I think I like very confident, straightforward guys who can make me laugh, um, who just kind of have that, like, you know, that, like, chill, like, swagger about them. I don't know if that's the best way to say it. Um, but, yeah, I think that's that's my advice. Okay, I see, I see. No, it's like, for me, in the Are past... Are y'all taking notes? So my, just, just write no, that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing all this down. Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm so planned. I see Bob vigorously typing. I type every word. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We're definitely, we're taking notes. My historical problem is that I either just, like... It's mainly I just miss the signs because I don't know what the hell the signs are. Like, there's a whole... I, I was reading the subreddit actually the other day about this where it's like, what are, like, the signs you miss from, like, girls? I remember one story that stuck out to me was they were at a New Year's party, this girl and this guy, and this girl this girl was just... She just exclaimed. She was just like, I wish I had someone to kiss when, you know, the clock hits midnight. And he was like, yeah, me too. And then he just left. Oh, and then the guy like realized, like, and it's from oh, the guy's I think perspective. That's a bit of, and I he, think that, that much is a bit stupid. Like, how the fuck do you not realize that? <laughs> yeah, I think he just, he, just, he just, it just didn't register for him. But I mean, that one's pretty <laughs> obvious. Me, this guy could be predate. This guy hands down could be predate. Uh, wait, there's no, there's absolutely no way this to be, man. If someone, if someone says that, I'm just like, okay, this is, this is, this is the most obvious thing I've heard in my life. No, I feel like in the heat of the moment, PJ, yeah. this could be PJ. I could see this being PJ 125%. But then, like, the doubt creeps in. What if she's just, like, she actually is just asking and she doesn't, she's not, like, making a move? Yeah, that's a thing, though. That, that, that's a that, thing nowadays. It's, like, it's, it's, everything is so PC and everything is just so, like, oh, you have to ask for consent and whatnot. And yes, you have to ask for consent. I'm not telling you to, to just go for it. Don't just go for it. But also, like, I've been asked this by guys, do you like it or do you prefer when a guy asks you if they can kiss you? And my thing is, if you, like, I think people should have enough, like, social cues to understand if someone wants that move made on them. Some girls might be like, yeah, I want every single guy to ask me, to ask me first before they kiss me. But if you, like, you can, you feel, like, both people know what the vibe is between them and in the room. If you don't know, then don't do it. But if you know, go for it. Because I'm just like, if you're going to ask, that just kind of ruins the moment. Like, I want it to be, like, you know, it's it's less sexy when you're like, can I kiss you? And then she's like, yeah. And yeah. Then she tries to kiss. It's more sexy when you just go <laughs> in for it. You know what I mean? Um, but if that's my rule. It's like, if they have to ask, then they, then probably they for some reason think that you're gonna say no you know so that's that's my thing on the can i kiss you thing interesting i see i will say like also um (laughs) i'm fairly certain and most colleges have people to do this but we had to like take this intro before we came um a bunch of courses like on sexual assault and stuff like this and um i mean like oh yeah it is it is very it is very um like important um but uh, like Bonnie said, like when in the video, like when they say like, "Hey, can I kiss you?" I just I just feel like it's so awkward. Like it just makes it more <laughs> like, How do you have that conversation <laughs> right? normally, man? Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't get it. No, like sexual, no sexual assault and sexual harassment is definitely like a very important, serious issue. But I'm not talking like 
I feel sometimes people take things and I'm sure some people might take this the wrong way and I'm not trying to be like that, but it's like I'm talking about two people in the same room or two people sitting at a bar doing whatever. Like sparks are, if you can feel sparks are flying, you can tell in the eyes, Chico. I don't know if you guys get that (laughs) reference, but if she's staring at you so intensely, she's laughing at everything you're saying and she like, you can feel that she wants to make a move. Okay, actually, let, let me take, let me reword this. Go in very slowly for the move. And if she comes for you, then do it. If she pulls back, then pull back right away. So, you know, like that's consent, but like, subtle consent okay. also i'm a bit curious like if she pulls out what do you do after like like do you just um do you like continue on the conversation or no then you just laugh, <laughs> it off, laugh it off and say no you laugh it off and you say uh playing hard to get yeah and then see how she takes that interesting okay i see <laughs> Well, you're so much more adept at these situations than I would ever be. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't I just know. Feel like, okay, well, I don't know what to do now at this point. It's just like, honestly, uh, I, I think it's a lot of like reading someone's body cue. I don't, what, what is that word called? I can't, I can't. Body language. Body language. There you go. It's, it's God, I cannot think on a Saturday, but body language and like understanding, like just feeling the vibes in the room. But I also do understand that some people have issues or some people have a harder time reading that. And that's completely fine. Do some practice on your own and then, <laughs> and then go on to the real world and try it out. I'm not going to lie. I have See, been I've... watching quite, quite a bit recently. I've been watching like, okay, so I recently like just bought Disney Plus and stuff, right? And so they have a whole bunch of like this just like wild series where they just like go across the world and analyze all these different animals. I know this doesn't sound related, but it is. Trust me. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. Just trust me. It's, not, it's related. <laughs> And okay. the the three things, right, that they, they say three Fs of survival, food, uh, fight, or something, you know, a little bit more intimate, right? They, they just, like, there's all these adaptations of, like, all these different animals reading signs and, and just, like, trying to get a mate and stuff like that. And all, the, all I can think of is this sounds exactly like what you're talking about. And I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just It's just the exact same thing. We are. I mean, just saying we are. Humans animals. are just like animals. At the end of the day, we're just a bit. Yeah, but more. you never think of it like that. Uh, Bro, humans fundamentally different from animals. <laughs> yeah, this is a, that's a really big question that you're asking. Uh, that's a big question. Uh, I, I know you don't get this reference, but it is a funny reference for us. It has to do with some like debate topic that we once uh, once did. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. So, yeah. I feel like we have been silent and, pretty much for the entirety of this segment. We've just been like, hmm, okay, very nice, interesting, interesting. There's lots <laughs> to learn, Cobb. I mean, <laughs> education. I've, I haven't been to class. This is my first class of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Actually, that I've been to. I haven't been to class this week other, other than this. No, I think it's Legit. just so interesting when it comes down to, like, relationships or, like, for example, what we're talking about because there's so many so many different kinds of people in this world and so many different ways you can interact with people. Like, I'm sure some girls who are listening to this right now are probably like, yeah, that's not something I want a guy to do to me or, like, that's not the kind of guy that I'm attracted to. Some girls just really, like, I don't know, like, very not, like, not straightforward guys. They, like, I don't know, more quiet, more whatnot. I think at the end of the day, like, be 
when someone says be confident, essentially it's just be you um, 100%. And if someone doesn't take that, like in the way that if somebody takes that wrong or somebody's not attracted to that, that's not on you. That's like just on their preference. So I think we're all so young and sometimes, yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, like that girl over there is so hot. Like I, I want to get her number. Um, but if she doesn't, she's not into you, then go find somebody else who is attracted to you. Like there are so many people in this world. One person ought to be attracted to you that you are attracted to as well. Yeah. I, to be fair, I think it, her, your advice is like actually really, really solid, but I think one of the other things, like huge challenges for a dude is that uh, there's just like this huge fear of rejection, not only from like the girls mm. and stuff, but if like the four of us are like out uh, like some restaurant or something like that, and like PJ gets rejected or something like that, we will hold on to that and hold it and tell him <laughs> about this and remind him every single day of his life until he feels miserable. So. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. I okay. I live with four dudes, so I know what you guys are talking about. One of them gets. Wait, re- oh yeah, you guys don't know that. <laughs> no. Maybe that's that should have been no, my obvious fact. <laughs> okay. Maybe, yeah. yeah the, the plot of your life sounds just like New Girl. <laughs> I've I've watched a couple episodes of that um, of New Girl, but I've ne- I I've never really gotten into it. But yes, I do live with four guys. Uh, all college dudes, they're all part of the same friend group. They're amazing human beings. But it is so funny when one guy gets rejected on a date or like has a bad date and they will laugh at that for the next three years and not let him live <laughs> that down. So I know what you guys are talking yeah. about. Yeah, that makes sense. I had three years, I think yeah. it's, a, it's a fair time. It's a fair amount of time. Well, yeah. I mean, I love to exaggerate. But in that case, what I would say is, you know they're just shitting on you. Like, your guys, if they're, like, good friends, you know it's just coming from, like, you know, like, they're they're not trying to be mean or anything. Yeah, they just think it's... Feel bad. Yeah, they just think it's funny. Um, and I think if you, for example, if I was a guy, I'd just take it, like, laugh with them about it. And, like, obviously I'm a little bit hurt. I got rejected, you know? But it's, like, I know it's just my guy friends and it's completely fine. I think with rejection, it's, like, do it enough to a point, like, you will... <laughs> I don't want to say this. It sounds so bad, but it's like get rejected enough to a point where you're comfortable with being rejected. Like you go like, you're honestly, like, yeah. when COVID stops and bars open back up again, maybe just one night, all four of you guys go out and your goal for each other is to go talk to 10 girls. And maybe out of the the first three times you guys do that, you'll get rejected nine out of 10 girls. Then the numbers start going down. You'll get rejected by seven, then six. And then maybe one day it's 10 out of 10. So do it to a point where it's like, all right, I'm fine getting rejected. Reject me. It's completely fine. I'll walk the other way and talk to somebody else. I feel this. This feels just like applying for internships. <laughs> <not gonna lie. laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go about it that way. Yeah. It's just like the first time I was rejected from an internship. Like I don't know. Like the the sad violin music was playing. Like, I was I was like, no. How could this happen to me? But now I'm just like, yep. <laughs> That's like cool. to be expected. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. It's all good. No, go about it in that way. Uh, wait, let me get your opinion on something. 
Okay. What do you think? And and listen to me on this. Magicians. Magicians. Wait. Yeah, like like if you're at like a bar or something, and you and you use magic. Like you go up to a girl and you show her magic. As your as your inroad, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, don't pull out like a bunny out of a hat the first time. No, that's like, like, like hand magic, card tricks. It's, card probably, tricks. It's, it's probably gonna be like either card <laughs> tricks or stuff you can do with like bar, like 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 cups, coins, maybe mm. maybe phones. I wouldn't cards. use that as like the opening line. Like, do you want to see a magic trick? That I feel like I'd be like, okay, who hired this person? Do I have to tip him? Do I have to pay him? No. <laughs> uh, if like after having, let's say, like a two-minute conversation like a normal human conversation with this person and they're like into what you're saying be like i learned a magic trick the other day do you want to see it or be like oh i'm trying to perfect this magic trick can i try it on you and if they say yes go for it and usually girls are interested in like quirky things like that like i'd be interested if some guy came up to me we talked i think he has a good vibe and he's like i want to show you a magic trick and then he shows me like a and don't fail at this magic trick, actually. I mean, if you do fail, it's fine. I do have, like, some backup for you. But try, like, practice this on your boys multiple times before you go for the girl. Because the girl will be so impressed if you do it. And she's like, oh, my God, can I see that again? And then you just do it again. And then, you know, then the girl's more attracted to you, I guess. Yeah. I said, this is what I probably asked just because <laughs> him, both him and I do magic. Or we haven't in a long yeah. time. And, but we're planning to get back into it this time. Okay, summer. okay, yeah. Based on that, let me let me ask you. What do you think of the two words, thunder magic? How does that sound to you? It sounds like that, uh, what's that, what's that movie with the bunny and Michael Jordan? Spaceship? Space <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why it reminds me of that. To be fair, to I be understand fair, it, though. To be fair, our new name is now Dork Magic, which I think is a lot. I feel, I feel more. It's like dark magic, but it's dork magic. It's dork magic, not dark. Yeah, yeah, dork. Yeah, but like the it's like a play off like. Ah, uh, I know. Just, I like it. We're just also just dork, so that is also. Oh, I love it. I like it. Unfortunately, there have never been All any right. videos. You see that blue notification. Hey, we're oh, rebranding. Okay. We're rebranding. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Like, we say this every episode, Jim. No, but yeah. never happens. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. I mean, it's just Pradee and I have been doing magic since what? Yeah, like 10th grade? Like yeah. yeah, I think a that could be so smart. Like, don't use it as opening line, as I just said, but it could definitely be a tool. You know, it's like you have this little toolkit um, of tricks and it's like this is one of, well, no pun intended, uh, of tricks that you can pull out. I don't know. I I have like a lot of different hobbies, and magic was one of them for a long magic, time. So. You're a cool guy. Huh? I have a lot of different hobbies. I mean, the thing is, is I oh, I always am right like now. constantly changing from one thing. Like I can't ever stick with anything. That's like the most annoying part of it. This is one hundred percent true. Yeah. So so that's definitely. But I have a lot of mouse tools. Don't worry. All oh. my Mickey Mouse tools. What, is, what does that mean? I don't get this reference either. This, 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 have you guys never seen? It was like the show I watched as a kid. It's like it was the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse House? like Mouse? Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember the Mouse Couture thing because it's kind of a big. It was kind of a You can pull out anything from us. <laughs> you can pull out anything. Tip: Don't say that Fantastic on a date. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. A lot of my like, re- 
uh, the main part of for me with like girls was like mainly in high school and college I really haven't done anything because freshman year it was just like freshman year and then sophomore year is obviously entirely online right so out Plano West and I know you also went to West right yes I did yeah so that was like most of where my like girl drama happened okay and and Brene's actually (laughs) and Brene's actually but I don't know it's all just really confusing to me when it comes to girls but West was overall really good experience for me I enjoyed it a lot yeah did you guys all you guys Uh, went there you guys were in Plano growing up right yeah yeah we all went to West uh yeah I mean Vista wasn't in in there growing up I mean for high school he was yeah he was I was in Plano (laughs) since sixth grade you went there for elementary school what are we talking about elementary school? Okay, yeah, thanks. Brene's just excluded me, man. No, but we we kind of all met in, like, middle school, but we only really became friends in high school. Like, we knew of each other in middle school, but, like, in high school, like, we really became friends, especially, like, with debate and stuff. But, yeah, yeah we, we've been pretty tight since then. That's awesome. I think sometimes it's, like... I, I do have a couple of friends from middle school that I'm still, like, very close friends with. But sometimes it's just, like, you know, you go through different cycles of friends, especially in middle school. It's, like, yeah, I feel like everyone's your friend in middle school, right? Like, there's just so, like, it's just so pitiful drama in middle school that's just, like, what mm-hmm. is going on? And the high school is when you actually start, like, growing into a little bit of an adult and there's more conversations that you can actually have that are interesting. Um, And you're trying to figure yourself out and just kind of grow up a little bit. And that's when, like, good people come in. Well, you can figure out who's the good people that you want to, that comes into your life and who you want to stay. Yeah, I think that's a very apt description, I think. um, I'm thinking back to... I mean, to be fair, I feel like a lot of friends I had in middle school and elementary school have stayed, but I think you you only, like a lot of the friends that I'm fairly close with in high school, I just did not talk with in middle school. Um, or like, not not did not talk, but it's just like, like for MK, for example, um, he's one of her, he's one of her friends in our group. He isn't in the podcast, but he's been a guest before. And um, like, I barely talked to him in middle school, actually. Um, but uh, in elementary school, we spent... It's an interesting elementary school. The people I was very, very close with, I'm very, very close with now. Uh, uh, the people who are in in Plano, at least, and then in middle school, I was not close with them. And then back in then, and then in high school, now I'm close with them again. To be fair, I think PJ and I are the exception to that because we we were in the same kindergarten class. That's how we met, and like we've been pretty close ever since that. I would say I, th- I think we talked yeah, yeah. like quite a bit in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing I read is that if you're friends with someone for like seven or more years, then they're kind of a friend for life. Yeah, I know. I at least that's like my understanding. Right, and being like the friend in this case, friends for seven years, it's like it's not just like oh, like I know of him. It's like actually, you guys do things, you guys talk. Yeah, I I, I believe yeah. in that. If you're friends for more than seven years, you're friends for life. Is this another Reddit yeah. thing? <laughs> no, this is just something I like read a long time ago from a self help book. Why are you just? <laughs> Yeah, that I only got halfway through, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no. It's Noah and I have been friends since sixth grade. It was like we, we had a whole thing where he like lived like right next door to me. He was he was the guy next door. <laughs> the guy next door. <laughs> the guy next door. <laughs> Uh, I have a little bit of yeah. a different experience than you guys because I definitely did. I didn't grow up in Plano, um, and I moved to Plano my sophomore year of high school. So I feel like. Um, so I 
spent most of my like elementary well I spent all of my elementary and middle school years at an international school in China and so uh I don't know if you guys are familiar with international schools but we do have like smaller classes so our entire grade like every single grade when like there would only be 60 to 70 kids so it was a small small school um and you pretty much knew everyone and everyone knew you if you like you you did relevant you did relevant things at school um and so some of my friends now actually two of my roommates now I've known since the second grade um one of them I had a crush on when I was in third grade (laughs) yeah so yeah and the story with them is and that's how I started living with the guys here my next episode plugging twisted tea is actually going to be about my experience living with four guys but two of them I met in international school. We grew up. We grew up together because they were both athletes. I was an athlete. So our circles were were the same, essentially. And um, I left international school eighth grade. I moved back to Texas. And so I wasn't as close with my friend groups there anymore. That's completely fine. I just knew like it was time for me to move on. But when I got to BU, I we were like part of the same Facebook page and they hit me up and they were like, you're going to be you too. I was like, yeah, I am. But since we go to different, they go to the engineering school and I'm in the business school. We don't have a lot of like, we don't have classes together. We don't really see each other, but we still had that bond from international school. Cause we were there for eight, nine years together. And that, that holds something um, even though we spent the high school years apart. And so they asked me one day, Hey, we're looking for a fifth roommate jokingly. Like, do you want to come live with us? And I was like, jokingly sure and then it happened so uh I think doing freshman year in Beaumont which is my hometown essentially that was where I was born very hillbilly very ratchet honestly um it was hard because going from international school being like treated like as a princess and you have all these resources to not to a public school that's not so great um and so I used basketball to because I was a basketball player back then to kind of just integrate myself in friend groups and kind of adapt to the situation. Then I moved to Shepton sophomore year. And I feel like by that time, like people have already had their friend groups. Like, let's say you guys growing up, you guys have your own friend group or they've met people freshman year and like they're holding on to those groups. So it was definitely even harder for me to get close to anyone sophomore year so again I used basketball to make friends and through that I, I met my best friend Alexis she goes to AM now and we talk uh once in a while but we're definitely not as close as before and then Plano West it was a good experience but I wouldn't say that I made any close close friends that I can like that I'll have as a bridesmaid at my wedding um when I do have my wedding and then now I really don't talk to anyone from West other than Alexis which is really sad, but that's the reality of it. Yeah, I mean, to I mean, be fair, we don't talk to anyone in West except for each other. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a couple of people from West that go to BU. Um, do you guys know Michael Foss? No, I don't think so. I feel like I've heard no. the name. Um, yeah, he went to BU, I, and then I think he transferred. I don't know if to Columbia. It starts. It's a school that starts with a C. I guess not Carnegie Mellon, because then you would probably know. But yeah. um, he went here. Dana, Dana Sung. She went. She goes here. We were actually part of the same sorority for a little bit, but we just never talked. Um, so that's the extent of my relationships from Plano West. Yeah. Well, I think it is like. It's good that, you know, you had basketball in order for you to, like, meet people. I mean, that's how we all ended up being friends was debate, as we've, like, mentioned, like, ten times now. But, 
<laughs> no, I love it. I feel like sometimes yeah. we just hold on to a little part of our, like a part of ourselves from high school, you know, like the peak, peak high school Bonnie. I always hold on to that. I was like, I'm, I was a varsity. I was a basketball player. I was so good, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just, no, I'm just nobody. Yeah. I, I think the memories from it are so much better. I mean, we still make fun of each other for rounds that we dropped or things that we messed up or, or stuff like that. But I, I mean, it just wouldn't have been the same if it was like online or whatever. I just think being there with them and stuff is, is, is really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just when you're in high school, there's so much less you have to worry about in terms of just life. Like you just, you know, you're at home. You don't really have to worry about like mortgage payments or any like oh, adult. I just don't have to right? worry. You kind of just food, man. Uh, honestly, nowadays, yeah, like, like I was very excited, but nowadays I'm just getting so tired. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to make food. Like, fucking someone just please give me food. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in high school, it's. It's all, it's just there for you, you know, for, for you to like live. And that's probably like the best part of it all. But like, it's not something we just like think about, I guess, consciously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you did mention that you were an athlete, you know, you do basketball. Uh, I have been trying to exercise a bit more recently. So uh, it, it's, it's not going super great. So do you have any tips for me or just anyone of our listeners that is trying to, you know, get fit? Yeah. I think fitness and working out has always been a part of my life. As I said before, I played basketball growing up. Um, sports was a was a huge part of my life growing up. Um, I played basketball ever since I was in sixth grade. I wish I started earlier, but I started in sixth grade. But before then, I had always been in sports, just like little league soccer or whatnot. And I think I loved it so much because it gave me a community of people. And for me, sports is just like I was good at it. And it just gave me kind of like an outlet. Like, I mean, growing up, you don't really I never really had any like major like family issues or anything. But like, you know, little kid things. It's like, oh, like I my mom didn't let me go to go outside to play today. And then I go to my basketball game. and I forget about that little stuff like that. Um Sports has always just been that kind of like safe haven for me, especially basketball. The saying, it's like a lace up your shoes, step on the court and nothing else matters. That definitely held true for me. And so that was a huge part of my identity all the way through high school. I was supposed to play for college too, but then I just thought about, you know, a different life path. I knew I wasn't going to go play in the WNBA. That was just not in my stars. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to drop basketball as a whole and stick to academics and I'm very glad I did but when I did that and I came to BU um, I didn't know how to work out on my own because for 12 13 years of my life I was told how to work out and like I had stuff drafted for me every single day that I I never knew how to just work out and go to the gym by myself and so freshman year I definitely did not work out as nearly as much as I should have um, because first of all the gym was far away didn't want to walk there I was just busy doing freshman year things and so after freshman year, I I went I was introduced to hot yoga and I was very into that and I still am. Um, but I think sometimes working out for people, it seems like a chore because it's like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's so difficult. It's hard. And I understand that. But it's like when you find something that you're very into, it doesn't seem like a chore. It's like, OK, like I actually want to go do that. And I'd rather do that than do schoolwork. So whether that's like boxing or running or swimming or hot yoga 
Um, I think my advice to you would just be like, try a lot of different things because like workout classes are becoming more and more popular nowadays. Um, and things are opening up if you're comfortable, um, with COVID to just go try out those things. So I was doing hot yoga for a really long time and I only did that because I hated running. Um, and I wouldn't go to the gym because I didn't know how to. And then I started weightlifting this past year again, and it was just watching a lot of YouTube videos and also like following fitness influencers uh, on Instagram. So if you guys are into Instagram, kind of finding just you can just type in like fitness and I'm sure a lot of like workout videos pop up and with reels and IGTV nowadays, it's very quick and easy scan at someone's um, Instagram to see if it's like, oh, like I kind of want to look like that or oh, this this looks like it's easy enough for me to do. And then with trial and error at the gym, um, you just get better and you you feel that you get stronger every single day. I think working out is very beneficial for someone's like mental health and it's it's a huge reason reason why I continue to go uh I think just like podcasting you just have to start it and once you start it it's like you get you kind of get addicted to it after a while yeah I mean I think yeah no PJ I... and I we played soccer for so long and I don't know if PJ keeps up with it but like every now and then they'll just be like guys like playing a like a pickup game on the fields uh, around campus and you know, I'll just go in and join, and uh, not only does it, like, get you connected with people, but it's just so fun, just to, and it's like a full-body workout soccer, I mean, you use every, everything. I, I will say, the thing I've actually missed most is actually playing, like, intramurals or club stuff, because um, I was actually very involved with, like, uh, flag football, soccer, and ultimate frisbee, and now, like, I, it's just very sad how there's none of, none of anything. I mean, hopefully, actually, I think, uh, next fall semester, everything should be, well, not everything is back to normal, but most should be, um, as uh, close as normal as we've gotten it. So and far. you were the carry for your team, right? So yeah. they need you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's very fun. I like playing on underdog teams just because because you're the best one. You get, you get the ball. You get the ball all the time. So it's <laughs> it's uh, very nice. I mean, it yeah, it's much just like. There. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh no, no, you, you got it. That's all I was going to say. No, I was just saying it's like, so like you guys kind of see flag football and soccer kind of like as social events, right? You wouldn't consider like, oh, I'm going to go work out now. So it's like, yeah. okay, if that's what you like to do, grab a couple of your buddies. Like you guys don't have to, you guys could just have four people and go to the field. That's working out too. Like running up and down a field with a ball for an hour burns so many calories. And at the end of it, you're so tired and you knew, like you knew you worked out, but you had a great time doing it. So it's like you don't have to go to the gym and weight lift for an hour if that's not your jam. Like if going out for a walk or like just like, I don't know, playing flag football with your buddies for an hour is what you like to do. That's working out, too. That's that's nice to hear, especially because like a lot of times the way I get exercise, it's not like traditionally, you know, just like lifting weights or, or running. Yeah, so it's good to know that, you know, you can do it in a variety of ways, because like if I end up in the gym, it's just kind of daunting. Like there's all this machinery and, and all this stuff that I'm kind of just unsure of how to use. Yeah. So, but like soccer, very straightforward. Get the ball in the goal. We go. <laughs> right. And like you're <laughs> running and all that. And it's also. Yeah, you're like running. It's a full body workout. And like if you're like, I feel like working out, people are always like. There's 
two things that people always say to me. Oh, there's no gym that's close to me. Or I go to the gym and as you say, it's so daunting. I don't know what to do when I'm at the gym. Okay, well, to tackle problem A, you really don't need a gym to work out. You could go play soccer and then do a little ab workout afterwards if you're up for it. Like you type an ab workout on YouTube, a million ab workouts will come up. Um, if you tackle problem number two, you don't know how to go to the gym. All right, before you go to the gym, you say chest workout at the gym, put it into YouTube, watch it, and then write down some notes, take your little notepad and go to the gym. Problem solved. For sure. That's some really, really great advice, I think, when it comes to working out. And if you want more advice like that, be sure to check out Bonnie's podcast, Twisted Tea. The links for all of that will be in the description of this episode. And make sure to smash that like button, destroy that comment section, and absolutely <laughs> obliterate that follow button. You know how it is. And if you want to see us do more collabs like this with other people, make sure to let us know. Y'all are some real ones, and thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one.